0: Berger pulls it back, throws, has Juju Smith Schuster. What a start to the night! One play, bang, touchdown stealer. And the
1: Bears have it. It's a fumble and a takeaway. Eddie Jackson going the other way for a Chicago touchdown. Balls Don't Lie Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to another Balls Don't Lie episode. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N Anton. Along with my co-host, regular Steven. What's thanking, my brother? <laughs>
0: hey man, it's good to be back. It's good to be back together. Yeah, it seems like it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a been couple a weeks we've been doing these uh solo shows. Yeah. So it's good to good to be sharing a mic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely good to be sharing a mic. Uh, I guess today we're gonna be talking some NBA. Little bit of NFL draft, things yep. that shook up a little bit in the NFL. Uh, but like always, please follow us on Twitter at balls don't lie pod. That is balls with a Z. We've been a little more active lately. A little Game of Thrones talk, a little Marvel talk, a little sports talk here and there. I'm trying to get back active on that thing. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, share, subscribe, uh, leave a five star review on iTunes, I promise we will check, and we will answer your question if you leave one on air. Whoever did, give us a review. I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. I was shocked when I went there and saw, <laughs> saw that we uh, we actually had five stars, and it was our four or five votes, so I appreciate that. Absolutely. Now, let's talk NBA real quick. Yep. Real quick. Playoffs are underway definitely underway <clears throat> me and regular Stephen we haven't watched a whole bunch of it let's be real kind of on purpose on my point on my part the first at least the first round I do expect to catch up a little more on the second round because there's a lot of good matchups first round was kind of a uh, just formulaic. We
0: already knew who was gonna win most of those. Yeah, well, and that's why I'm glad happened. Yeah, I'm glad that the the teams that were supposed to win won because it, it did set up some good matchups for the uh, conference semifinals for sure. Yeah,
1: there was some interesting things. You know, Denver and um, the Spurs. They had a a real you know good series. Went to Game Seven. Yep. The Nuggets pulled it off with the Joker going nuts. He's been balling his yeah. ass off. Yeah, another good game yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yep. he did. Um. Everything else pretty much was what we thought it was. Golden State had a slight tough one. You know, they went six. Yeah. Six. Yeah, with the Clippers. They, they let the pesky Clippers get under their skin a little bit, I would say. Uh, what's, it, what's his name? <laughs> oh, man. What's the pesky guy on the Clippers' name?
0: Uh, Beverly. Yeah,
1: Patrick Beverly. Yeah. He was getting under everybody's fingernails. Yep. Getting it a little dirty. Muck up the series, but.
0: That's what they had to do to try to compete in that
1: series. Yeah, You Uh
0: you go six, whatever. Yeah. They are a good
1: destination team, though. I'm going to give them that. Along with the Pacers, those are the two teams I would go to if I didn't care where I lived at. Right. I mean, (laughs) obviously, if you want to go to Los Angeles, that's the Clippers, but those are the teams I would go to. But uh, currently, we got Golden State up against uh, Houston. Uh, That game was funny to me. When you have... uh, (laughs) Chris Paul and James Harden
0: complained about foul calls. That's yeah. It's always hilarious to me.
1: Yeah. Always.
0: <laughs> it's it's turned me off of it, to be honest with you. Listen, and what did they say? Something about they audited a, a game from the playoffs last year that they said they got robbed out of going to the finals.
1: I don't know. I actually saw the headline. I didn't read it. What What
0: did that mean? I don't know. I didn't read it either. (laughs) I just took it. I assumed it, man. They went through. They filed a formal complaint and they went through and looked at foul calls or whatever and then they just, I don't know, came to the conclusion they got robbed. That's kind of what I took from it. But based on the, you know, what i would read up to it. But, um, I don't know. It's just kind of taking it out. Everybody knows the NBA official. It's, if you watch it NBA officiating is one of the worst I think they have the hardest time it's the game's moving at a quick speed but there's calls that they make that man you have to you ask yourself if they saw it I don't know any of the calls they're talking about in this most recent game but it I mean I have a hard time imagining they're wrong
1: it's the the normal calls it's usually the the not allowing the three point shooter to land that's what it is I still hate that call, I understand it. You don't want to have turned ankles and things like that, and you gotta give them a spot to land. But the way these shooters shoot, they're flaring their legs out all the time on purpose, just to get that call. You can see it, even when somebody just goes by them, you see them flick their legs out, they fall, just to make it look like they got fouled. I'm like, come on. That's why probably refs don't call it as much, because they see the tape after the game like, I got robbed on probably five or six calls that I shouldn't have made. And then it's blatantly seeing that you're trying to get an Oscar out here on
0: this on the court. They need to be able to make a foul call if the offensive player does do that. Yes. Because that would deter them from doing that. You want to make that a clean play? I'm tired of that play. I agree I with you. I'm so tired <laughs> of seeing it because they are taking advantage. They're doing the Reggie Millers. They're getting their legs out there. They're yeah. doing trying to make that contact however they can. Mm-hmm and yeah it's it they should you have to find a way to deter them from doing that and then we can see they there should be a foul call you should they you know they need to be able to land right i agree but they've taken it too far i can't stand it and uh yeah it's annoying to
1: watch and them going back and going to game seven last year i'm pretty sure that was the worst shooting day of in history for houston yeah i'm pretty sure that's why they lost the game I know they made the most three-pointers in the league last year. Probably in league history, if I'm not mistaken, as a team. From No, no, they had the biggest ratio, three to two. Like three-pointers to two-pointers. But they had an awful shooting game.
0: That's why they lost the game. Forget foul calls. Well, and James Harden shoots more free throws than anybody, so I'm not trying Absolutely. to hear him hear him complain about getting foul calls either. That's exactly right.
1: <laughs> so the Warriors are winning uh, 1-0 in that series. We have Denver and the Blazers. They played yesterday. Uh, The Joker, he snapped yesterday. I think he put up 37 yesterday. Uh, Murray, he had 26 or something like that. They were just killing boys yesterday. Trailblazers did almost come back. Lillard was doing his thing once again. He put up 35. Didn't seem to have much help, though. Cantor put up 20-something, but... CJ, yeah. CJ, here. Yeah, I think he maybe 16 or 17 points. Yeah, <clears throat> needs more help. That's all it is to it. Dame has been slept on a lot, <laughs> a lot, lot, but he can't carry the team all the time. Then it comes to a question for me to you:
0: Dame or Westbrook?
1: Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, we're playing one game. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Lillard, but just because I trust the shooting more. I'm if I'm going off of this past season's Westbrook, then I gotta go with Lillard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there's been times in the past when I definitely would have taken Westbrook. But just how they've been playing recently, I'd go with I'd go with Lillard. Word. Give me that shooting.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely on the Lillard bandwagon. <clears throat> He's been slept on for absolutely years three to four years he's put up the exact same numbers it's not really getting better i would say he's putting up between 25 and 27 a game definitely could blaze you for 40 anytime he really wants to <laughs> he's efficient he's more efficient than westbrook by far yeah um i mean obviously westbrook is still top five in the league when it comes to point garden i think he gets the boost because he gets the triple doubles yeah. But I do think Dame is better than him. I really do, especially in today's game.
0: If it was back in the day, Westbrook would be the best in the league. Period. Right. You know what but I'm today's saying? game so, is such about shooting, yeah, and if you you have you're, to if you're not making shots like that, and we've seen Westbrook, the shot looks more uncomfortable than it ever used to. Yeah, it does. Like it's just, I think, I don't know if it's confidence or whatever, mechanics, whatever, but it just doesn't look. <laughs> it just doesn't look good.
1: It's, I think he doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of touch. Yeah, he plays with complete speed, force, and you know strength. So it's hard for him to kind of come off the. I and think give you that finesse. Yeah, that finesse. I don't. You don't see that very much from him. Yeah. That's where Dame has him. But yeah, I just want. I always wanted to ask you that. They was talking about that. I think last week maybe. Uh. I guess one more question. Uh, did you see the highlights where Dame killed the series with the three pointer? Yeah, yeah. Was it a bad shot though?
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> If you, because <laughs> I, I guess, think it was. I guess it's. I mean, obviously, it's. It's not like you could shoot them closer. You know. Yeah, of course. Uh, so like, but if he's practicing that shot and he's making those shots in mm-hmm. in practice all the time, then to him, it's probably not a bad shot. It goes in. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh. But no, I wouldn't say that's the best shot he could have taken. <laughs> right, I mean, I, uh, I don't
1: know. <laughs> it's hard to say because obviously that's where people are shooting from damn near now. I know it's kind of normal now. But, <laughs> but when you talk about the game on the line, the series on the line, I still think it's a bad shot. Yeah. But you knew he was, especially because he knew he was taking that shot. Right. He waved everybody off. It was like three seconds. I'm gonna take a 35 I'm, footer. I'm right taking now. this all the way back. <laughs> And Paul George said it at the press conference and
0: everybody tried to dog him for it, but
1: yeah, it it's, it really was a bad shot, though. But it was, was good, though.
0: The thing with Paul George saying that you yeah. got to have your eye on that shot, but yeah. you know the shot's yeah. coming. That's yeah. the thing. Uh-huh. It was a bad shot, but he didn't have time to make much of a different one. Yeah. So you still had to know that he was about to hoist that.
1: He took. He contested it, though. He was still there. He was there. He couldn't do any much That's more. That's what made the shot even more yeah. sick. It was, and
0: it just looks like a normal jumper for it him. It does. Yeah, it didn't, he didn't hurl it or anything. No. It was. It wasn't like a push shot like you, push regular it you have regular form to court, you know? yeah, it, it was just, regular form yeah like it just does this <laughs> that's what I thought
1: the, was the most amazing thing about yeah it. that's dame's coming out party people recognize now so that's what's up all right uh the 76ers and the Raptors uh the Raptors took game one by a landslide but the sixers came back yesterday and won by three points I believe very weird game 92 to 89
0: yeah when last time you saw that score been in a while. A playoff game. Been a while. <laughs> like, good Lord. But I guess if it was going to be any two teams to do that, I, it wouldn't surprise me that it's those two teams. Yeah. Pretty good defensive team, especially the Raptors. Yeah. Very good.
1: Saw my first kind of little bit of footage of Siakam. I keep hearing the name. Yeah. He, Yeah, I like that. He's got a nice game. He seemed like a little Lamar Odomish. Yeah. I could see the yeah. little length in him. and You know, I like that. I like that. I'm have yeah. to keep my eye on him. Is this his first year or second? I
0: uh, believe it's his second. Okay, okay. Maybe. Yeah, Siakam did his thing yesterday. But I am just hoping Toronto wins the series. I can't stand the 76ers. Yeah, I can't I mean, stand anybody no. on their team. I don't like Joel Embiid. I don't like Ben Simmons. Nope. I don't like Jimmy Butler. Nope. I don't like any of them. I nope. can't stand that team <laughs> at all. I just, I, just, The sooner they lose, the better for me. Ultimately, I
1: think they will fall just because they're so top-heavy. I think the Raptors probably have the most balanced team in the entire league. Especially getting Marcus, Marcus, all like Kawhi is just going bananas out there. mm -hmm. You know, I always thought Kawhi was good. Obviously, he's good. He's not. He's a top five probably player in the league. But seeing what he's been doing, watching these highlights, like okay, he has no flaws in his game at all. It's pretty bananas. So. Maybe I do want him on the Lakers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would take anyone if on the Lakers. You're probably right. Yeah, I don't you're care, probably right. Maybe me, I should go try give, out there. Give me nothing but small forwards. I don't care if they're better than some of these guys. You Spot me up in the corner. I can hit it. I can knock it down, LeBron.
1: <laughs> I can knock it down.
0: I will say, though, that's one thing that's kind of dulled my excitement for the playoffs is LeBron's not in it. It is weird. And to be honest with you, I, as a basketball fan, you know i liked him my fandom of lebron went up much more when he was on the heat because i was living down in south florida at the same time right uh down in fort lauderdale and so like it was just it was all it, it you know it took over the entire place and it was just so fun and so that was such a cool thing but i still rooted for him when he was in cleveland and when he went back to cleveland just because i wanted to see him really i just wanted to see the Bron track as many finals as he possibly could right um but not having them in the playoffs really... It's weird. It's, I, it it kind of took out the excitement of, of yeah. the playoffs for me. I mean, the NBA, I'm sure,
1: as an organization, hates it. <laughs> yeah. But it does give it, you know this next generation of stars that little spotlight. And it might increase, you know... Viewership next year is going to be stupid. Because everybody's like, yo, LeBron's got to come back. And, you know, now he has a lot of obstacles to go through recognizing you know Giannis and right. whoever Lillard and all these players they get their spotlight their shine now you know the Raptors actually may make it out the east now yeah. <laughs> because LeBron is not there yep. so there's a lot of things to, to be happy about when you look at the, the landscape of teams sure. there's a lot of good teams but yeah 76ers I don't like them either though <laughs> yeah yeah um The last game was the Bucs and the Celtics. The Celtics uh, pretty much washed the (laughs) Bucs. I'm a little worried
0: about it because I don't really want, I'm kind of the same on the Celtics. I don't really like the Celtics either. Not really. And I'd like to see Giannis. uh, Because I was going to ask you if there's a showdown that you want to see, I guess even just for the next round and, and then the finals, is there a dream scenario for you as far as just what would pique your interest the most? With what we have left because we got the 76ers raptors bucks and celtics celtics took game one mm-hmm. and then we got the you know nuggets blazers rockets and golden state see i was kind of hoping for a rockets golden state in the conference finals that's why i'm kind of bummed out on that series right. it's gonna be a great series but i just would have liked to have seen it with the finals on the line okay um
1: it's kind of hard to say i mean far as who i actually want to be there just for me, I want the Raptors, uh, not the rap. Yeah, the Raptors to make it, but I want the Blazers to make it. Yeah, also, okay. I don't root for anybody else in the West at all. Golden State, I'm sick of them. Probably gonna make it anyways, but definitely not Houston. I, I can't stand. Houston. Can't stand Houston. I think be Denver. Denver cool. is cool, you know. I don't have no problem with Denver at all, but I want to see Dane get that. That's all. So. As far as the East go, I wouldn't be mad at the Raptors or the Bucks, I mean, whatever yeah. one. You know, I, I I assume that the Raptors would be the team to represent out the East, but it could be uh, the Celtics though. I think well. they probably have the next best chance.
0: They're even playing more well,
1: than, even more than the Bucks, just because they have a little more experience. They mm-hmm. had victories last year, even without Kyrie. So I think right. this is this. They flipped that switch and It kind of like it, so, We'll see, though. Um, it's all going to be interesting. As far as viewership, yeah, it's going to be kind of weird if the, the the Golden State doesn't make the finals. It's like, who's going to watch that much?
0: Yeah. You well, know? and I, I was all for Golden State making it when Cousins was healthy, but once he got hurt, <laughs> it's like, well, if he's not even going to be playing, then right. eh, whatever. Right. Uh, I'd kind of like to see a Denver... And Toronto or Denver and Milwaukee uh, in the finals. Okay. For sure. I wouldn't be mad at the Blazers either, but uh, with Jamal Murray on Denver, I kind of, right. well, and I guess you got Cantor on the Blazers. We got Kentucky players on every team, so. Yeah. <laughs> we're pretty much lined up the same as, as long as Golden State Houston,
1: <laughs> yeah. the Celtics don't make it, and the 76ers were good. Yeah. But can't promise that. There's going to be some, these series are probably going to go down to a lot of game six and sevens. Cause there's a lot of evenly matched teams going on right here
0: well and i just think it'd be cool for to have in the nba finals some some new locations and then you know whether you're talking about portland or denver or toronto um i guess toronto not quite as much actually but in mm-hmm. terms of the nba landscape and then milwaukee you're talking about the smaller markets some of the smaller market right. teams you'd be having, getting a chance to host the finals and be on the big stage. And I think that'd be really cool for the NBA as well. That's very true.
1: That's very true. Some of these teams, I don't even know why people don't go there. You know, I mean, Milwaukee, I can understand. Yeah. It's kind of a, I would say, probably a bland city. I heard it's a very ugly city. I've never been there, so don't, it's not me saying that. Somebody else told me that. But, Toronto,
0: man, that's a, a that's a cool city right there. Portland is cool too. Yeah. Like, I don't think i have heard to Portland just because of the the gray skies all the time. But I can, Den- I can Denver, 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 I would be Denver is a nice city, about. too. Yeah. So, like, a lot of these cities
1: are good. I don't know why everybody always thinks New York, L.A., you know. I don't either. And Miami. Like, these these are not the only good cities in, this, you know, the U.S.
0: All no. these other cities are pretty, pretty top tier. Yeah. Kind I'd of go city. to Phoenix. Put me in Phoenix in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Miami. <laughs> yeah. Miami in a
1: second. <laughs> I wouldn't go to Miami because I'm married. I'm not going. I'm trying to last for 50 years. <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah, there's a lot of nice destinations, and obviously the teams are good, you know, but we should start the campaign for somebody to come to Indiana, though. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, the same not, thing as Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee, but...
0: Like, Indy's a cool city, but... Oh man, I don't know. For some reason, they've just never been able to attract really nobody. <laughs> it's always been our
1: superstars have come from the draft. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but we got a squad here. If you come here, you're in you're in contention of a championship next year. Yeah, getting all the depot, depot back. back. Yep. Come on, man. Your squad is going to be laced. Yep. Laced. All right. Well, that's about it for the NBA, though. Uh, we'll try to keep you updated as the series. Uh, go on. You already know who we're pulling for, as we just spelled out. Hopefully, it goes our way. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see any. A matter of fact, any of those other teams get to the finals, uh, I probably won't watch <laughs> yeah, at probably, all. Right, not unless one of our team, one of our teams get in, and then it's sure. kind of the David and Goliath situation. <laughs> sure. So we'll see. We'll see. Go Lakers. <laughs> 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 all right, we're gonna take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about this NFL draft. It was a such and such. It was a lot that went on. Mm. So uh, we'll be right back on Balls Don't Lie. Let's go. Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Let's talk about the NFL draft. Regular Steven,
0: take us away. (laughs) Pretty interesting draft. Yeah. Pretty interesting draft. A lot of trades. Uh, we saw a very short person get drafted first, um, which is <laughs> unusual for his position. <laughs> uh, our teams, I thought, have pretty solid drafts. We'll talk about that a little more specifically in a second. Um, something I want to say, a couple notes just on the on the draft in general. People always wonder why the SEC, people you know when people say the SEC' is the best football conference. And people go, no, man, they got good teams in our conference. The SEC had 64 players selected in this draft, which is a new record for most uh, players in the draft from the same conference. (laughs) But more notably, that is the 13th straight year that the SEC has had the most players selected in the draft. That's the baby NFL. So if everybody wants to know why the the SEC gets talked about as being the best conference, it's because people who watch it, the scouts, everybody... There's more NFL talent. There's a more high-level talent all through that league. You had a team like Kentucky, who's not even a football school, have five guys drafted this year, mm-hmm. which was the most for their program since the draft went to seven rounds, which I think was in the 80s maybe. I'm not sure exactly on that. But it's been a while. It's, it's something like that. So that's just, for Thank me, you. the biggest The biggest takeaway I had, aside from Kyler Murray being the first pick, because to me that's still just, I don't know, it's kind of weird to me. I guess it's a system fit thing with Arizona. They traded Drew Rosen to the Dolphins, which I think is a pretty big story. Because now the Dolphins get a guy that, I mean, that was a horrible offensive line that Rosen was playing with. Right. He was taking his first round pick, thought to be one of the better quarterbacks in the draft. You might be getting a steal there or getting a franchise quarterback. I mean, you... it's a super steal. They thought they were going to get a lot more in return for him.
1: But the Miami got him for the bargain shopper price. Right. Was it a third rounder? Something like that. Something like that. Like, right, come on. And Rosen, he was
0: drafted what last year? Was he? It was like 15 or 16 or yeah. something like that. The first round Maybe talent a for odd. a
1: third and he's a quarterback. Come on. Yeah. And he's probably better than most of the quarterbacks in this in this, in this draft with a year experience. Yeah. yeah, that's a steal for your ass. Who is their current quarterback, Miami's?
0: Uh, Andy Fitzpatrick?
1: Didn't they get him? For some
0: reason, I feel like they picked him up. They may have, because what did they do with Tannehill?
1: He got hurt last year for sure. Uh, man, I can't remember. He needs to be replaced, though. He's not a bad quarterback, but he gets hurt
0: all the time. Yeah, that's they're going in the a different direction. Yeah. They're going in a different direction. But another shout-out to Kentucky, Josh Allen. Uh, defensive end, gets drafted seventh overall by, uh, by the Jaguars. We hate that the
1: Jaguars, good. but
0: shout-out to him. Yeah, I'm happy <laughs> you got to go to a team that's good, though. Right. Or at least a good defense. Um, another interesting thing, Iowa had two tight ends drafted in the first round which is Hawkinson, Yeah, T.J. Hawkinson yeah. and Noah Fant. Noah Fant. Those 20 to the Broncos. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. Okay, okay. Um, what do you think of Kyle Murray, though? I mean, I know you've seen some tape on him. I know you said you didn't see him play a ton at Oklahoma, but... No, I didn't. What do you think of that? I, I just have a hard time with a short quarterback like that. I know they can get him out of the pocket and do all these things, but... I just I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: I'm not sure, man. Uh, <laughs> I I really don't know what to say about it. I mean, everybody sees uh, Russell out here do his thing, and even when they drafted Russell, they didn't see this coming. So yeah. I don't know why somebody else would risk a first round, first pick, on a kind of a fluke <laughs> thing that hasn't happened since it happened. You know, right. I don't know. It, They got a new coach, so his system that he's implementing had Kyler Murray in mind the entire time. So, good luck to him. That's all I can say, because I don't think anybody else would have drafted this guy right out the gate like this, whoever the other team was, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, the first pick, I mean, you're talking like, you know, Peyton Manning. Like, quarterback's going with the first pick. I mean, we've seen a lot of misses, but... If I'm thinking I'm thinking of that guy, I am I just don't know. I think you get a lot more value if you go Bosa or Quinn and Williams. Like, in the long term, I think you're going to get more value out of those guys and their impact that they'll actually make over what Kyler Murray's going to be.
1: I mean, if you just look at the first round right now, who would have picked him right out the gate? Would it have been the Giants if they would have passed on to Kyler? Right. Maybe Tampa someone Bay. maybe jumps
0: up and trades. Maybe, but the Giants drafting Daniel Jones—that's crazy. Quarterback, dude, give me a break! <laughs>
1: give me a break! They've been clowning them on ESPN for like since the draft happened. <laughs> like, duh. yeah, for that's <laughs> outrageous. It's a, uh, I know Skip. He said he didn't even think he was going to the uh, NFL just from watching him. Like, he didn't even think he was NFL worthy. Yeah. So to go number six. And I don't nuts. think anybody had him first round. No. And then 15, who, that was the, okay, Dwayne Haskins went to the the skins. Yeah. I didn't watch a lot of him, but a lot of people had him as the best quarterback in the right. draft. So.
0: I think the biggest thing with him was just that he didn't play, he, didn't he just played the one season. Yeah. Which is the same thing Trubisky did. Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray hasn't exactly been. Kyler Murray hasn't exactly been playing a long time either. Baker Mayfield just won the Heisman there. So he only played one full season. Yeah.
1: I, I don't get it. I mean, it's just the league, man. They they have it's quarterback heavy so hard. It's like, gotta have a quarterback. And you do. But only if it's the right quarterback. It's only the
0: right, yeah. You it's can like, you know, on. let's say you I don't know, you look, you can look every draft, look at the teams that jumped up and grabbed those quarterbacks, and then you look ahead of them. Some of the guys that were, were would have been available, like Adrian Peterson getting drafted seventh, and then you look up front like the first six picks who got picked, and you're like, you take that guy over Adrian Peterson. It happens all the time. Some it's of these guys right. drop. It's all about a quarterback. But if I'm taking, you know, look <laughs> at some of the guys that could have had Nick Bosa. As far as you just talking about picks or yeah, or, just yeah. some of the guys that would have been available to some of these Bosa. teams. I mean the Giants, man some of the guys that are available right after like you could have had a game changing defensive end or defensive tackle some of these guys that can really make a big impact and you took you know took a guy that maybe will be a quarterback in like two years
1: Yeah Talking about the Giants and they said like, they're taking the Aaron Rodgers approach
0: Yeah so now what's that mean you like manning your quarterback for the next two or 3 years What why didn't you just wait and draft a quarterback <laughs> later in the draft? That you could have got the same quality of quarterback or just waited till a different draft if you didn't think the quarterback was there. But apparently they think he, he is that guy. Otherwise, they wouldn't have taken the pick. I just don't understand why they felt that way. <laughs> like it doesn't make much sense to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. And the crazy thing about the, the, the Giants,
1: Eli actually wasn't bad last year. He was, he was serviceable. He had his highest completion rate last year. He threw a decent amount of touchdowns. It was more, I think, the defense was uh, kind of their Achilles' heel last year. They lost a lot of leads and stuff like that. But they had a lot of wide receiver injuries too. Yeah, that too. You know, it's like you bol- bolster that defense, you might, right. you might have ch- a chance at least. You right. know, Eli is not completely washed. He is not Eli anymore. He is the <laughs> – yeah. my brother said he looks like he has Down syndrome. And <laughs> Down syndrome is not funny, but he looks like <laughs> – he just doesn't look like he's all there. But he's slowing down for sure. He's not the old Eli, so. No. But the reach for a guy that's – I wonder what they projected him. I,
0: it had to be no higher than the second or third round. But I Yeah, don't and know. that GM or whatever said that there was two teams that would have taken him by seventeen. Well, they're stupid,
1: too. Two teams by 17. Okay. Who? We got the Jaguars. They just picked up uh, Foles. Yep. Detroit. Buffalo. Just took Josh Allen. Yep. Last year. Obviously not Pittsburgh. Cincinnati. No. I doubt it. They still got the Red Rocket. (laughs) Definitely not Green Bay. Miami. Just traded for Rosen. For Rosen. Definitely not Atlanta. No. Washington, no. They still have... Who did they... They picked up another quarterback other than... No, they still have... uh, Dang. old reliable. Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Which is a slept-on quarterback. I don't care what nobody say. He's not bad. I wonder how he's coming back from that leg injury. Yeah, true. True. But Carolina, definitely not. And then then they picked again at 17. Minnesota... No, No. they just signed Cousins. Titans. No. No. Mariota still. Denver. Maybe. Maybe. But, yeah, that's about it. I can see that because Elway is terrible at picking quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> he might have reached. Raiders. Yeah. It's they just, could do anything. Who knows what they're doing? There's no good way to look at it. That was a dumbass pick. It was a dumbass <laughs> yeah. pick. You it's try to cool. explain it away all you want. But uh, <laughs> if
0: you want to be an idiot with those teams, that's fine. But uh it doesn't make it any better. Oh, man.
1: So you want to go over the, the Bears' picks?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Give me a little history. So one of the things know. going into the draft, you know, some – Fans I know were a little upset because, you know, you got uh, Khalil Mack in the deal, but um, with not having a first round pick, like how is this going to be an effective draft? And one of the things I was excited about this draft is because uh, Pace has done a really good job uh, of evaluating later round talent. Um, If you just look at like, you know, guys like Tariq Cohen, Eddie Jackson, those were fourth round picks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even though Jordan Howard's not on the team anymore, they traded him to Philadelphia uh, he was a fifth-round pick, and he ended up making a Pro Bowl. Um, so they're they're not shy, or, you know, not uh, you know, not strangers to finding good quality later in the rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I was kind of excited about that. But we traded up 14 spots uh, into the in the third round, uh, get the 73rd overall pick to take David Montgomery. He's a running back from Iowa State. Um, I'm guessing they really liked him and really thought he was a good fit, and that's kind of what they've said. When they let Howard go, the kind of the thing was just not a good scheme fit. I kind of thought he was, but um, they they didn't. When I watch tape on David Montgomery, what I see is Tariq Cohen just bigger. Uh, He's going to be able to run some routes, catch the ball out of the backfield. He's pretty shifty. He's got some power to his game. He ran a 4-3, right? I think he something ran a like 4 three. Yeah. 4-3-8 or something. Um, but pretty explosive looking player. And mm-hmm. if he's going to fit in their system, I'm really excited about having him and Treat Cohen in the backfield. So I think that's a good one. Uh, the round four pick, uh, 100, uh, 126 overall. They took Riley Ridley, uh, wide receiver out of, of Georgia brother calvin right yep yeah. and they just keep picking georgia players roquan smith floyd uh we took a kid at uh Wims, uh wide receiver out of georgia last year in the seventh round um i've read some things saying he was pretty underrated and they thought he like he had a second round grade from a lot of people uh one of the most underrated receivers in the draft and they, what they've said they like about him is his route running. He's just, he's a very good route runner, mm-hmm. and that's a very important thing in Nagy's system. So, just adding some weapons there for uh, Trubisky to work with, which I'm very excited about. Um, in the sixth round, with the 205th pick, they took Duke Shelley, uh, cornerback out of Kansas State. Uh, sounds like uh, he's going to be able to be a good slot guy. So that'll, that'll uh, be nice. Um, and then the seventh round, the 222nd pick, uh, they took Careth White, which is a running back from Florida Atlantic. Uh, sounds like he's going to be a special teams type guy. He's done some return game um, stuff like that. Uh, and then we got also in the seventh round, 238th pick, they took Steven Denmark. Uh, he's a cornerback out of Valdosta State. Uh, been labeled as a project. He only played corner for one year in college. Um, So he's going to need some time, it sounds like, but they like that he's huge. Um, He's got more wide receiver body. I think he's like 6'3", but his weight's up there, too. Um, So he's a big corner. Um, So they think with some work, they can get him to be in, you know, but he'll take some time. So definitely a project. Maybe you'll see some special teams type play, but it'll probably be a couple years before we see results from him. Um, But with the Bears giving away a lot of their picks, uh, making some moves around, not necessarily a deep draft. I'm expecting good things out of Montgomery. I'm expecting Riley Ridley to be able to make an impact right away and probably Duke Shelley as well um, if he can be that slot corner that um, we need. So could still be a good value in the draft, but not any big Nothing flashy things. But um, except for Montgomery, I think he's going to have a high workload. I think he'll make big impact. Okay.
1: Yeah, I was kind of shocked they got rid of Howard. I, yeah. I didn't like that.
0: Coming up on the final year of his deal, if they didn't want him, if they weren't gonna plan on re-signing him, probably made sense to at least get a pick for him. But...
1: Well, the Steelers had a lot more activity than the Bears did. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a guy that follows a lot of college ball, so a lot of these players I don't know. Only thing I know is what the Steelers actually need. And it seems like they tried to touch on a little bit of all that. Uh, Moving up to the 10th pick in the draft, got Devin Bush Mm -hmm. I hear he's an absolute stud Uh, even Skip said that's the best draft pick of the first round as far as fit for a team he's very uh, Shazer-esque very sideline to sideline a leader good locker room dude just overall a good player I didn't see him play but I have heard his name him and uh, what's the other guy Devin White is that his name Mm -hmm. yeah I heard they're basically top tier when it comes to linebackers and that's what Steelers are known for in their history is linebackers. So I'm hoping this play, this player uh sticks well. Because Ryan Shazier is the reason why the Steelers defense sucked after he went down. And Artie Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Artie Burns is still the worst corner I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, so I'm very excited to see him uh plug in. He's definitely going to be a starter right, right out the gate. I can almost guarantee that.
0: Yeah, my buddy Isaiah, a big Michigan fan, he said you're going to like that one. Okay. He told, me, he told me to tell you. You're okay. going to like that pick. I appreciate that. I appreciate
1: that. Uh, for the third round pick, they got Deon, uh, Deontay Johnson from Toledo. Obviously, haven't seen him besides highlights. Uh, seems like he has a little deep thread in him. They say he's a very Antonio Brown-esque as far as how his college career went. So, uh, we'll see. Steelers don't really miss on their first draft pick of a wide receiver in the the draft. I don't know how they do it. They find them. They're just very good at drafting wide receivers. They are, yeah. So, I'm going to go ahead and give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. And then uh, we'll see. Uh, Next one is, I think it's Justin Lane. Is that what it is? Justin Lane. Yeah, Justin Lane, cornerback out of Michigan State. Uh, we definitely need cornerbacks. He's a tall guy. I think he's six, six, two or six, three, like 195. Uh, I looked at his tape. Didn't look spectacular. I don't know who pieced together some of these highlight reels. <laughs> like, what? I mean, that looks very normal. It was a, a, a pass breakup. Had in his hand and he dropped it. Why would you put that on the highlight reel? <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't know if I trust them. With cornerback picks, so they're not very good at it. I think the last one they drafted that turned out to be very good was Ike Ike Taylor. And that was like 10, 11 years ago. So they're not very good at it. They do have Joe Hayden, and they signed uh, Nelson from the Chiefs, who had one of the worst secondaries in the league. So we'll see. But he has to be better than Artie Burns, so (laughs) that's an upgrade. (laughs) Uh, Next one, uh, fourth round, running back Benny Shell, Benny Snell Jr.
0: Go ahead and tell me about him, because that's your man. You're gonna love him. Did you Did you check out that article I sent you? I didn't. I forgot about it. Well, one of the things that the Steelers said they really loved about Benny Snell was they one of the reasons they drafted him is they wanted to help. They thought he'd be a key guy to help change the. Uh, change uh, the locker Mm -hmm. room he's a locker room guy change the culture in the locker room Mm -hmm. Uh, because that was something that he was a part of at Kentucky was building the program turning the program around When, when Benny Snell got there they were winning three games a year when he left they won 10 Mm -hmm. which is the first time they'd ever done that. And he holds all the records for Kentucky, and not only Kentucky, but a lot of SEC records as well. He put up 1,400 last year? Yeah, he ran for over 1,000 every year. Um, He's like third in career rushing touchdowns in the SEC behind Herschel Walker and Tim Tebow. Um, There's been a lot of good players. So for him to be able to do that at Kentucky and kind of be that guy, he's going to be your energy guy. He's kind of of flashy, Mm -hmm. but he is all about winning. That's what's up. He is all about winning. He'll do whatever it takes for the team to win, and that's what the Steelers brought him in for is because he's that type of guy. That's what's up. So, yeah, you'll be excited. And he's got skills. He doesn't have necessarily the breakaway speed. Mm -hmm. He's fast enough, but he's kind of like a Le'Veon Bell type of guy where he's just going to get you. Yeah, and he's going to get you some of those power runs Mm -hmm. um, in between the tackles and... uh,
1: yeah. It's, it's, it's kinda pretty... Yeah, our backfield is super young. Oh man, Connors is a three-year guy. Jalen Samuels is coming into his second year, then we have a rookie. So it's like, man, we're gonna have a, a lot of energy in the backfield, put it that way. They all seem to be very similar though, runners. A lot of power back there, shiftiness, but not exceptional speed. Mm-hmm. So that's all
0: good though. Interchangeable parts, I like that. They got hands. Uh, better than he got to show at Kentucky. Okay, but he does have good hands, good eye, eye hand coordination. Yeah, Uh they ran the Wildcat a lot. Yeah, I saw at that Kentucky. I saw so that, you, yeah, I mean, thing. to be able to read the defense and catch the ball and make decision. Okay, you know you got to have something there. Yeah. Um, he's he's got a way of he doesn't get hit very hard. He's not super he's shifty, but he's kind of like he never takes big hits because. Okay. He's just kinda that's labion strength. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how him. he is. He's just that's dope. He's, he's just yeah. Slippery is a good word for it. Okay.
1: I like that. Well, I'm excited to see him. Another reason for you to tune into these Steelers games. Yep. <laughs> uh round five pick, Zach Gentry, tight end, uh, from Michigan. We like Michigan players apparently. Yeah. <laughs> People from Michigan, I should say. Um, I don't know much about this guy. I heard he's super tall. Uh, around 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, uh, 230 or something like that. Uh, not a lot of breakaway speed. He can get vertical a little bit. That's pretty good hands, but not going to really break away from anybody, which is fine with me. Uh, we need a a better threat at wide receiver. As long as he, uh, uh, tight end. As long as he can block, he'll get playing time. Put yeah. it that way. We got rid of Jesse James, so which I was kind of sad to see. Jesse could block his ass off. He pretty much caught everything, but he was the worst after the catch I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) He was like a tree just getting chopped down. If you touched his shoelace, he was falling. It was horrible. (laughs) So hopefully he has a little more wiggle wiggle than Jesse. Uh, His next guy, Sutton Smith out of northern Illinois. I didn't really watch a lot of him, but I seen his tape. This dude fast as hell. He gets around the corner. He was on the quarterback's inside linebacker oh my gosh he was on that quarterback so that would be nice to have that coming off of edge uh, TJ Watt on one side obviously uh, <clears throat> Bud Dupree on the other side he, he's been a disappointment for the mm-hmm. most part he's been solid he's gotten better every year but it hasn't translated to sacks yeah. So and he's a first round pick. Yeah. So yeah. You're, look,
0: you're looking for sacks.
1: Yeah. We need sacks. So maybe this guy can creep in there and maybe get in the rotation and give us some pressure because our cornerbacks not so sure about yet. <laughs> uh, Isaac Bug, Isaiah Bugs. He's from Alabama. D line. Not sure. He's a senior, so he's been there the whole time. So I don't know what that says about yeah. says about him. Obviously a late round pick, round six. D-line, I mean, we can use depth. We have a pretty decent D-line if they can stay healthy. Uh, we'll see. I, mean, I like my I like our offensive line. Hard Graves, uh, Big Cam Hayward, Steph Tuitt. It's pretty stout on the D-line, but they don't stay very healthy. So maybe this guy can be a nice backup or even take over for somebody if he's that good. I just don't know. He's from Alabama, so he has yeah. somewhat of a pedigree.
0: Not expecting much out of six-round picks. Those are no. kind of where if these guys work out. You're happy, yeah. I think, but I don't think there's a lot of expectation. Yeah. Uh,
1: Seen no tape on this U- Ulysses Gilbert, round seven, linebacker, out of Akron, small school, so I have no idea. Mm-hmm. May not make the roster. Possible. Yep. Looking for a camp surprise, <laughs> maybe. And uh, last thing with uh, O line, Duran Gray out of Maryland. We'll see. Yeah, I have don't no know. idea. Our offensive line is stout as shit. We got rid of uh, who do we get rid of? Gilbert. But we already got a uh, replacement for him, so we'll see. Um, you know, the latter portion of that list, those are guys might be just camp bodies. Never know. Yeah. Wish them the best though, but Devin Bush, hype about. Snell hype about Deontay Johnson hype about. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I was hoping the Bears were gonna take Snell because I heard about the it kind of sounded like Howard is gonna be going. Okay. Um. So I I was hoping that the Bears would take Snell. I'm glad he ended up in Pittsburgh so yeah. I can keep track of him a little bit yeah, extra. Kept step, stayed in the family somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. steps step, He'll yeah. step be he'll be he'll yeah, <laughs> be good for you guys too. I, he's gonna
1: play a lot yeah as long as he can catch the ball he's gonna be on the field and block he's a good blocker that's what's up he might overtake jalen samuels he had a lot of issues last year blocking so he has great hands though he'll be on the field i
0: promise that's what's up that's just how he is uh, oh, uh,
1: so yeah yeah overall how you feel about the bears just off first glance what after the draft how you feeling
0: i feel good because the things that we needed to me, was just on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, with the defense, I'm sure, you know, there'll be guys maybe they sign. But I was, I mean, you can't, when you have a season like last season, the thing I'm looking for more is depth. You're not really looking for any big signings. Just depth on the defensive side of the ball, um, which they don't necessarily have to find through the draft. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm comfortable with the Bears there because of what they did. I mean, getting another uh, wide receiver, um, can never have too many of those. Right. Can never have too many wide receivers. Um, excited about David Montgomery. They're really excited about him as a scheme fit. I'm gonna trust him. Uh, Nagy. You know, I'm excited to see him be able to get some more pieces that are gonna fit his system. Mm-hmm. And if you're telling me you're giving me your uh, your young quarterback just more weapons. Right. Definitely. I'm all for it. I'm all for that. <laughs> I'm all for it. Defense is stout. Young ones. Yeah, just more weapons. The mm-hmm. more the better. You know, with him looking like a treat Cohen but bigger, I'm excited. I mean, how can you not be excited about that? Um, see, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. And if some of these other guys can plug in, cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like a couple of things we needed, depth at wide receiver and then another running back, they did that. So I was, I was happy about it.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely excited about this year. Um, definitely excited to see Devin Bush. I'm I'm hoping he's... 75% of Ryan Shazier. That's all I need out of them right now. Obviously, you grow with time. It's a system. Coming out of college, you got a lot to learn. But overall intangibles and everything, that's what I most look forward to. That and uh, Snell, because I think rookie running backs are the most exciting thing to watch, I think. You got that energy still coming straight out of college. It's not like wide receiver. You have to actually learn the offense a little more mm-hmm. as a wide receiver so they don't get on the field as much, they usually come in as maybe a third, yeah. third string, you know, the slot guy, or whatever. But running backs, when they get their chance. That's the most exciting thing for me, So, and quarterbacks, I guess. But they make you nervous because they got too much to do with the offense. So, Yeah,
0: well, and if you can do everything that's asked of you, teams are more inclined to use rookie running Mm -hmm. backs because they just get you those fresh legs, Mm -hmm. and they know they got three or four years on your rookie deal to run the shit out of you. run the hell out of you. Yeah, so they're going (laughs) to play a lot. (laughs) That's just how it goes. Oh, man. But, yeah, I think you'll see Snell on the field quite a bit. I'm definitely
1: excited, though. I'm excited about this year. Just because last year was such a disappointment, and you know losing a- AB, that's t- really our only loss. That's our yeah. Because you already what? didn't have yeah. Bell. We didn't have Bell. Everybody keeps saying Bell. We lost Bell. No, we didn't. We, we didn't, didn't have, have him. Lost him We didn't yet. have him at all last year. Yeah. James Conner was very good last year. He got hurt, so that kind of messed up his season. But everything else, we really needed somebody in the middle, another corner, and we pretty much covered all that. And just hopefully they perform. The culture in the locker room is better. I hated hearing about all that shit last year. Uh, I don't think it's the reason they lost all them games. I just think they were doing dumb shit in the
0: game. <laughs> yeah. games.
1: So once you're on the field, you forget about the locker room. So right. I don't think that was anything to do with it. You might have had bad energy on the sidelines with somebody like AB if he's doing something on the sideline. But other than that, it was just a bad year. Stupid mistakes. Still highly talented squad. Still should be the favorite in the AFC North, even though Cleveland has stepped it up. But they, they gotta prove it first. Yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta first. do it. I actually, have, I think Cleveland might be the biggest disappointment this year. Not because they're gonna lose more games than last year. I don't think they're gonna rise up as high as people think. Just because of all the, all the acquisitions they made, it's right. still a steep hill to climb.
0: It is. And you're not just playing the North. You're playing. You know, <laughs> I haven't really taken note of uh, the Browns' schedule, really, but I right. um, know the Bears. Tough. The Bears have a pretty tough schedule. Yeah, notice that one. Steelers
1: have a real tough schedule, so.
0: But you know that's only how it looks now, because there's always teams that are, make a surprise year down. You know, there's times like you know after you, the Falcons. It seems like every year they're good, the next year they're not. If you're going off how the Falcons look. The next year, I mean, you, you just never know. You just never know. There's always mm-hmm. teams, and there's always teams on your on your schedule that uh, you know, like the Bears. You looked at your schedule last year and you saw the Bears. You weren't as worried about that game as you actually were when it got there. Right. Real you talk. know <laughs> that people Real thought the Bears talk. were going to win five or six games. I didn't, <laughs> uh, but other people did. So you know, then they go out and win twelve. Right. So you just never really know, but. You just you know you got you got to do it on the field. Baker Mayfield, prove it. Yeah. You had an exciting little game Prince, last yeah. year. It didn't turn into a lot of wins, so just prove it. Yeah. Everybody's coming for your head
1: too, because they all summer they're going to hear that the Cleveland Browns are coming. You're a target now. <laughs> you get to feel like everybody else does. You yeah. Haven't, you haven't felt that in a long ass time. Yeah. And everybody marked you up as a W every year. On their schedule. Oh, we're going to win that. They're no good. Just off Yeah, it's GD. a lot different when
0: they're aiming for you. Yeah. A lot different, so. Absolutely. And that's something the Bears, on the Bears' note, they're going to have to respond oh, to that, too. Absolutely. You know? That definitely changes. Yeah. So.
1: It's going to be interesting. It's so long from now. <laughs> I know. It feels kind of weird talking about this already, but.
0: It does. I would not been in football mode and in the draft game, and I was like, well. It's about that time, no? Yeah. But. Camp should be starting
1: here very shortly. What's this? About to be May. So, July camp starts. I mean, they do OTAs and all that right. in June. Yeah. Or something like that. So, you yeah, know, you'll start hearing about these guys very soon. Hopefully, everybody stays healthy. You always hear OTAs, such and such. ACL <laughs> Snap something year. like, yep. golly, seriously. So, we'll see. But I guess that'll wrap it up for our NFL. Yeah. It was good to talk about it. <laughs> oh,
0: one other thing. One other thing. Uh uh-uh. oh. So the cheat. Okay, Tyreek Hill. Oh man. my gosh, this dude. Yeah. Come on, man. Seriously. I don't know what this recording is, but like he was off. Like they weren't even gonna press charges. They didn't have enough evidence or whatever. And now he gets heard on this recording talking about how he. He didn't even. He wasn't even talking about it. His girlfriend was asking him questions about it. You know, basically, why is your kid scared of you? Why does he say daddy hit him? And then like one of his lines in there was something like, uh, bitch, you should be scared of me too. Right. Something like that. Dude, you just got, he's about to get put on the exempt list. What does that mean? Give me the. I don't know, but it doesn't sound good. Yeah, I know it's not good. That's To me, it sounds like you're not allowed to play. It's not you're suspended. It's you're not allowed to be on the team. Man, why are you taking advice from Kareem Hunt? That's all I'm gonna
1: say. <laughs> you, you was on the phone with Kareem Hunt. Is <laughs> that what you was doing? Come on,
0: man. That's they gotta feel shit tea in Kansas City. Yeah, you Lose. just had your two most electric players that kind of made your offense and they're they're gone now. Gone. For
1: non-football
0: things too. Yeah. Off the field. Hitting girls. Like hitting girls, And too. beating
1: kids. It's not like you You can't even bring them back, really. You, well, obviously, Kareem Hunt is in Cleveland. Yeah, he went to Cleveland. Yeah. You can't even bring them back. It's not even a discussion anymore. You really can't bring them back. So, yeah, they got to feel awful. I feel sorry for uh, Tariq... Uh, not Tariq, but uh, Pat, Pat Mahomes.
0: Yeah, your weapons he's, are he's just... Losing his
1: weapons left and right.
0: Your, your weapons that... I mean, they'll find their guys to fit in, but you're talking about two exceptional weapons because of their speed and ability like two of the most explosive offensive players in the league Mm -hmm. and you lost them they weren't just your best players they were the best players in the
1: league damn near they was about to make uh, Tariq Hill the highest paid receiver in the league I I heard that's what they were preparing to do so man wow it's unbelievable players I mean people first of all I'm not against spanking kids. I'm not really against it. But first of all, if you're a big-ass buff NFL dude, you really just can't do that. Especially a three-year-old. It's like, man, I don't know. And then threatening your wife and all that. Where are you? What are you guys doing? I don't know how you were raised. That probably has something to do with it or how you weren't raised at all. I don't know. It's. Sick of it. People blowing this bag too. There's so much money people are losing over little dumb shit, weed, girls. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You have the opportunity to change your entire family's entire trajectory in life, and yes. you messing it up over little dumb stuff. You didn't blow out your need, the thing that you probably most feared in your life. Knowing that you were going to go to the NFL probably since in high school, you messed it up over some girls and beating your kids like what the f- and drugs and stuff like that. Come on, man.
0: Yeah, that's why I had the same discussion about Addison Russell on the on the last baseball podcast I did mm-hmm. because, like I said, on there and like you're saying it. It's not just that you're a man beating... Like, you have to have some realization that as a professional athlete, you're bigger and stronger than the average person. And when you're pushing your wife down or beating your child or whatever you're doing, it's probably having a bigger impact than a normal person just because you have superhuman strength, essentially, uh, as a professional athlete. And so it does make it worse. Right. It it makes... Not that it's, you know, acceptable in any form, but... I just can't stand it I yeah, can't stand I, it I don't either I
1: really don't and as a three year old what kind of three year old do to deserve to get it? <laughs> a three year old right like, you you should be like yep that was coming yeah. <laughs> regardless you need to work on your patience <laughs> right <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't really understand it but you know uh, one thing I want to say, just this is from nfl.com. Okay. Uh, the exempt list is a special player status avail- available to clubs only in unusual circumstances. The list includes those players who have been declared by the commissioner to be temporarily exempt from counting within the active list limit. Okay. Only the commissioner has the authority to place a player on the exempt list. Clubs have no such authority and no exemption, regardless of, cir- of circumstances. Um, whatever the commissioner also has the authority to determine in advance whether a player's time on the exempt list will be finite or will continue until the commissioner deems the exemption should be lifted so basically you just got put on the naughty list you can't even be around the Chiefs Right. you can't go to practices you're not suspended you're you just kick out left. of the league essentially until he says you can or he's cannot come back
1: he's still a Kansas City Chief by definition but he doesn't count as a roster spot right right okay Wow <laughs> Yeah, until wow. they decide
0: he might decide that it's that it's uh, it's just something that's ongoing right. and you know Adrian Peterson got suspended for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on put on the commissioner exemplist yeah um, for same thing. Child same abuse thing. Yeah. so you'll probably see something like that again. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's long enough. I'm not sure. It's- I'm not sure.
1: Especially after somebody's already done it and you've seen the ramifications of it. It's like, right. <clears throat> Adrian was the first person to ever get in trouble for that, right?
0: I think so. I'm pretty sure. But doesn't Tyreek Hill also have a history with... Uh, I think coming out of college. It's the same girlfriend, girlfriend, girl, too. Hitting, yeah. hitting the wife uh-huh. or girlfriend or whatever yeah. she is. Yep.
1: Yeah. Man. Listen, y'all can't get away with nothing when it comes to girls. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. If you didn't know already... They're getting everybody. You better stop even breathing on them. (laughs) I'm telling you, seriously. If you are any threat or say anything wrong to a a woman in this climate, it's a wrap for you. It's a wrap. Be nice as you can. Obviously, you should anyways. I'm not saying, you know, it's never acceptable, but you're not getting away with anything anymore. Your boy, Luke Walton, he just got caught up. Yep. Over some... I don't know. It was it was when he was with the Warriors. Right. She just finally got the courage to come out. Now he's... He probably gonna get Thanos snapped. <laughs> he's gonna go to dust. It's and like, he just got a new job in Sacramento.
0: Yeah. He landed nice and softly on his... Nice. Another California job. And right. Who knows? So, there's no telling. you know, I read her report too. I didn't read it. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could be sketchy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But,
1: the fact of the matter is whatever she says almost goes, you know. You, yeah. You, that's how they're going to view it. Yeah. <laughs> or you're going to be even if you get away with it, you're going to be stained with it. You're going to have it It's as definitely a mark.
0: it definitely definitely a a bad look. Yeah, so. Definitely a bad look. I'm married.
1: I'm chilling, man. <laughs> yeah, it's nice not having to worry about all that. I'm chilling. <laughs> None of that for me. I'm <laughs> All right. I guess we'll end it on that note. I don't know if that's a good note or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end it on that one right there. The married guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just heard my wedding ring go bling. <laughs> oh, man. Well, like always, please follow us on Twitter at balls don't Lie Pod, Balls with a Z. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, as you can tell, you can hear my rabbit, Olaf, We're in his domain, and he's going nuts in the back. But we're in his house, so it is what it is. Uh, Please like, share, subscribe. Like I said, five-star review on iTunes. Please leave questions. We want to answer some more things. The last question we got was, are you guys going to do any topics on March Madness? (laughs) And (laughs) Regular Steven uh, covered most of that. I did a little bit on it, so the answer is yes.
0: Yes, we did.
1: And like... uh, (laughs) Like always, regular Steven, what do the balls
0: say? Well, the balls, kind of like the weathermen today. The weathermen weren't lying. They said crap weather, it's crap weather. Crap. Crap weather. Some of these people are lying. The balls ain't lying. Neither is the weatherman. (laughs) (laughs) And neither do I. For sure. (laughs) And neither does this guy. You better know that. (laughs) Later, dude. I'll let you.